Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Peace and blessings to each and every one of you all. Please, at this time, share the live feed. For tonight's lesson, this live feed that you're tuned into, please share. We're going to be talking about the curse and the hate that hate produced. Again, the curse and the hate that hate produced. Um, Let us go ahead and um, stand up, face the east, and get into our prayer, brothers and sisters. And um, let's go ahead and get to our lesson. Um, Come on down, brother. You know where I'm at, right? (laughs) Come on on down, my brother, if you want to join me. Uh, Brother Aza, um, they have blocked many of these streets and the roads, brothers and sisters, um, so the Brother Messenger couldn't even get out of the area in order to get here. So um, he couldn't make it here to be here with us today. And um, I wish my brother could be here with me today because, again, this is a, a very emotional lesson for me um, today. And um, we're going to get through it, but um, I I can't lie and tell you that I'm not hurt in my spirit for what I've been seeing um, our people go through, brothers and sisters. So let us stand up and pray and bring the Lord into this room, brothers and sisters, and into this lesson tonight. This is called the um, curse and the hate that hate produced, all right? Father God, we humbly come to you, Father God, and we say, first of all, thank you, Father God. Thank you for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon myself, my family, and my people, Father God. We know that we are living in perilous times, Father God, but we know that you are also omnipresent, Father God. In your word, you said that these things will happen and these things will take place, Father God. All we ask is that you give us the courage and the endurance, Father God, to endure these troublous times, Father God. We know that this is nothing like what's going to happen and what's going to be during that three-and-a-half-year great tribulation period. But strengthen us, Father God, so that we may just get through this, that we may just get through another day, Father God. We ask that you come into this lesson, come into this room. Please downpour your spirit, Father God, upon your word tonight, Father God. Um, Please, Father God, Allow me to decrease so that you may increase, so that those who are watching may be edified and that you may be glorified. I ask these things through your son, Jesus Yahshua name. Amen. Okay, brothers and sisters. Again, we thank you for tuning in. We thank you for being here with us. I'm going to go ahead right now and go live, not go live, but begin the video for YouTube. And that video is starting in five, four, three, two, one. Good evening, YouTube. Uh, we are on with another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. We're also on Facebook Live. We're also live on Poet Radio. Today, we're talking about the events that have taken place with the senseless murder of George 
Floyd with the rioting and the looting that has been taking place all over this nation and majority in our neighborhoods, um, brothers and sisters. And again, um, it's a very hurting thing to see our people suffer and to see our people act in the way that we have acted due to the various situations that we have been responding to, brothers and sisters. <clears throat> so bear with us tonight on another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour. Let us go ahead, brothers and sisters, and read off what we believe in order to start our show. The Truth Hour Bible Class is an online social media Bible-based ministry. We teach the uncut word of God as it is written in the Bible, line upon line, precept upon precept, as it states in Isaiah 28:10. Our mission is to lead as many souls to Jesus Christ so that through the word of God and the keeping of the commandments, they may receive salvation. Our motto is, if you cannot read it, then do not believe it. What we believe. We believe in the name of Jesus, and we have no dispute with the use of the other names that one may refer to as Jesus, such as Yahshua, Yeshua, Yahweh, and various other names, whether it be Hebrew or Latin or Greek or English. But here on the Bible Show Truth Hour, we prefer to use the name English because the English version of the name because our, speak, our people speak English. Number two, we believe that Jesus alone is our Lord and Savior. Number three, we believe in the Sabbath day, which is from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Number four, we believe in the seven feast days of the Lord as listed in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. And we just got off of the day of Pentecost, brothers and sisters, which was from Saturday sundown to Sunday sundown. Number five, we believe that we, the so-called African-American, our brothers and sisters in Trinidad, our brothers and sisters in the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, and all the descendants of the transatlantic slave trade, we believe and know that we are the children of Israel that the Bible wrote and spoke about, and that all the statutes, laws, and commandments apply to us. Number six, we believe that we must still keep the law to the best of our ability. Number seven, we don't believe in the lost books. Number eight, we believe that both the Old Testament and the testimony must be used when teaching the Word of God. You can't be an Old Testament scholar or a New Testament Christian alone. You must be both. We don't believe in Sunday Sabbath service. We don't believe in the Trinity doctrine. We don't believe in the cross or images or holidays that originated in the worship of other gods. We don't believe in speaking in tongues without an interpreter, as the Bible commands. We don't believe in praying or prophesying, women praying or prophesying with, without um, a head covering. And we don't believe in men praying or prophesying with a head covering. So, brothers and sisters, these are the things that we believe in. Everything that we believe is according to the word that's written in the Bible, brothers and sisters. So we invite you into this live feed. We invite you into this Bible class. We invite you into the word of God itself, brothers and sisters. 
and we say thank you. And we say, bear with us, brothers and sisters, because, again, this is a very difficult time. Those who are watching and have a heart and have compassion for people, you cannot witness what we have been witnessing, brothers and sisters, and not be touched by it. So I spoke to Sister Key Israel, and I explained to the sister how the events that have taken place have really affected me and my spirit, and it was difficult to even get together to put this lesson together for tonight. So I thank her, and I thank Team Truth Hour, and I thank the brothers and sisters that I can always call on, and they can assist me. These are my ministers from the Team Truth Hour family. I want to say thank you. I want to send a shout-out to my brother Ozzy from the Wake Up Show who had me teaching on his, trusted me with his platform to teach this past Sabbath day. I want to say thank you, my brother. I really appreciate you and the fact that you have always reached out to myself and Team Truth Hour, brothers and sisters. So let's go ahead and get into our lesson tonight. We're talking about the curse and the hate that hate produced. What do you mean the hate that hate produced? Everything that we do in this country, everything that you've seen from us the other day, we learned from America, brothers and sisters. Just like you buy items, and those items have a label on it and a stamp, and it says, Made in China, well, what you see coming from black people in America and I'm not talking about Africans or Hamites. I'm talking about Israelites who are called African-American. What you see from us today, brothers and sisters, you might as well put a stamp on us that says, Made in America. God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ made man. America made niggas. I'm going to say that again. Our Lord and Savior made man in his own image, after his own likeness. What you have been seeing on your television screens is not a people that have been made in the image and the likeness of God. What you have been seeing, brothers and sisters, is what America made. God made man. America made niggas. Let us start with our lesson. The curse and the hate that hate produced. The injustices perpetrated on black people in this nation goes back over 400 years. Slavery began in Point Comfort near Jamestown, Virginia, when the first slaves arrived in 1619, over 400 years ago. And what would be America's original sin, 400 years of lynchings, murders, rapes, and inhumane treatment, has taught black people in this country how to hate and ultimately how to hate ourselves. The electing brothers and sisters of the 45th president of the United States has brought to the surface many who were hating and harboring racism, racist views, and racist sentiment. 
They feel more comfortable under this administration and under this government to openly express their racism and their racist views. With the murder of Freddie Gray, Philando Castile, Trayvon Martin, Alton Sterling, Jameer Clark, Walter Scott, Tamir Rice, Eric Gardner, Michael Brown, and of course, George Floyd. This young generation, brothers and sisters, is not willing to accept another senseless murder televised throughout the world without a response and without the same hate that hate produced. So as we look at the looting that we saw the other night, the burning of police stations and businesses, know that this is coming from a people that have been robbed of their names, that have been robbed of their religion, that have been robbed of their culture and their God, brothers and sisters. In essence, as the opening of Public Enemy song says, we have lost our minds. Let's go to the book of Isaiah, the 42nd chapter. The book of Isaiah, the 42nd chapter. And we're going to read one verse, verse 22. Isaiah 42 and 22. Isaiah 42 and 22. And it reads, But this is a people... Robbed and spoiled, they are all of them snared in holes, and they are hid in prison houses. They are for a prey, and none deliverant for a spoil, and none saith, restore. Who among you will give an ear to this? Who will hearken and hear for the time to come? It appears as if nobody's listening, brothers and sisters. How many times have we arrived at the point where we find ourselves at right now? And so my job as a minister, brothers and sisters, is to give the spiritual perspective on what's going on today along with the social perspective that you see, because I am an activist. I am in these streets. I have been advocating for justice of our people since I've been 15, 16, and 17 years old. Those of you who follow me and know my history have seen me on CNN, on Fox News, on ABC. And you know the sincerity that I have for the cause of our people, brothers and sisters. And I applaud those who peacefully protest against the injustices of our people. These peaceful protests, brothers and sisters, and speaking up for the rights of our people will get some laws changed, will get some policies changed, brothers and sisters. But we know that according to the word of God, that that the condition of our people won't change until our Lord and Savior, Jesus, comes. So I'm not going to be like some of those Israelites that tell you that we should not protest that we should just accept things as they are. That's not my generation. And nor will I advocate 
for those who watch my program, that you should not do nothing as it relates to the injustices of our people in this country. But what I will not advocate, brothers and sisters, is the burning down of businesses, the destruction of stores, the looting and the theft of merchandises from these businesses. I would not advocate that, nor am I doing that tonight, brothers and sisters. So let's go ahead and continue with our show. Let's go to Genesis, the sixth chapter. Genesis, the sixth chapter, and we ask that you all follow this word of God with us, brothers and sisters. Genesis, the sixth chapter. Whenever there was a conflict amongst the people, there had to be a priest. There had to be a man of God on the scene that was a seer or a guider for the people. There were times when we had to go to war. And there had to be a prophet or a seer that was guiding the king during that day, brothers and sisters. So there is a time when we must rise up and we, when we must advocate and speak for the justice of our people. And now is that time. Things must change, brothers and sisters. And I'm talk, when I say things, I'm talking about policies must change. But again, the condition of our people as a whole is not going to change until our Lord and Savior Jesus comes back and change it. And I'll explain to you why in a moment. Now, black people in this country have been victims of evil from the time we stepped off the slave ships. We have been under the, 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 the rule of, 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 of oppression and, and of a cruel and wicked system that was founded in white supremacy. But as King Solomon said, there's nothing new under the sun. Let's go back to the days of Noah and see what was going on during the days of Noah so that we can understand what we're looking at, seeing, and watching today. Genesis, the sixth chapter, verses five and six. It says, and God saw the wickedness of man was great. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. Imagine our Lord and Savior being grieved at his heart and being repented in himself that he had even created us, brothers and sisters. And looking and watching at the things that we have seen these past few days, I can only imagine how the Lord feels, brothers and sisters. I'm going to read that again, Genesis 6 and 6. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repented me that I have made them. Brothers and sisters, what you're watching, coming from our people today, brothers and sisters, is the people who were made in America. 
Let's go to the book of Romans, the 12th chapter. The book of Romans, the 12th chapter. Turn your Bibles to the book of Romans, the 12th chapter. We're talking about the curse and the hate that hate produced. Romans, the 12th chapter. In response to the murder of George Floyd, we must not combat evil for evil. But I want everyone who is watching and who's listening within the sound of my voice to understand that this is the hate that hate produced. This is the response of hundreds of years of being pushed into a corner. And not just this nation, but all nations will have to pay for their injustices amongst God's people. Let's go to Romans, the 12th chapter, verses 17 through 21. Romans, the 12th chapter, verses 17 through 21, and it says, Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Mm -hmm. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath or anger. For it is written, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy is hungry, feed him. If he thirsts, give him drink. For in doing so, you shall heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. So the Lord has given us a prescription. He's giving us a way to handle these type of things, brothers and sisters. But again, whatever the Lord is doing, guess who's going to come right behind the Lord? Satan is going to come right behind the Lord, brothers and sisters. And he's going to use your flesh against you. The biggest weapon on this earth that Satan has to use against us is our flesh. And this is why your greatest, brothers and sisters, your greatest accomplishment will always be controlling your flesh. As we've been talking about on this program, the Lord is going to use your anger. He's going to use your happiness. He's going to use your loss of a loved one. Your, your grieving period, brothers and sisters, he's going to use all those things. Because those things provide a doorway that opens up, brothers and sisters, his evil spirit. Let's go ahead and read the book of Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter. Turn your Bible to the book of Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter. Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter. And again, we welcome you all and thank you all for tuning in tonight. We hope that you all have been safe. Um, the virus is still out there, brothers and sisters. They're not talking about that anymore because of all these other things that are consuming the news channels. But don't let these things deter you from what's still out there, brothers and sisters. Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter. When we arrived in America, a lifestyle was forced upon us. We ate 
what the slave master ate, although it was against God's dietary law. We dressed like they dressed, and we tried to live like our oppressor lived. God told us not to do these things, brothers and sisters. But not only did we not listen to the Lord, the Lord put us in a situation when he knew that we would not listen to him, he put us in a situation where we didn't have a choice. Once we gained some freedoms, we had already lost our way. We had become made in America. Let's read Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter, verses 9 through 14, and let's understand why God didn't want us to do these things. Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 14. It says, when you are come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth you, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter pass through the fire. Well, brothers and sisters, these are rituals that we still to do today. In the Masonic order or in these fraternities and sororities, they make you to pass through the fire, brothers and sisters, or what is called a rite of passage. It says, there shall not be among you anyone that maketh his daughter or daughter to pass through the fire or that useth um, divination or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consultant with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. Now, the word from uh, uh, which necromancer derived from is the word necro. And the word necro means dead, brothers and sisters. So when you go and have people do your seances, or try to reach someone who have already dead or have already died. Those are called necromancers or necromancers, brothers and sisters. And the word necromancer again comes from the word necro, N-E-C-R-O, which means dead. And according to Grimm's Law of Consonance, the C, the K, and the G are interchangeable. So when you use the term necro, N-E-C-R-O, and you exchange the C for the G, you get the word negro, N-E-G-R-O. The word necro means dead. And also, does the word negro means dead, brothers and sisters? You are looking and watching a dead people, a spiritually dead people, brothers and sisters, whose dry bones have laid in the valley. Can anyone come and breathe on these dry bones and bring them back to life? Well, it is only, brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit, which is the Word of God, he said, my words are spirit and my words are holy. It is only Jesus who can come and breathe on these dry bones, this, this dead people, to bring them back to life. Verse 12, for all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God do drive them out 
from the 4D. So the Lord does not want us emulating the Gentile nations. He does not want us emulating what we have seen here in America, brothers and sisters. So again, what you saw happen on the day of Pentecost, one of the Lord's holy days that we know nothing about no more because we're Negroes, we're dead, we're spiritually dead, brothers and sisters, and we have forgotten the Lord our God. And so on the day of Pentecost, we go out, we burn down stores, we loot, we steal, we destroy why, brothers and sisters? Because we are made in America. Let us go to the Wikipedia and look up something real quick. Let's go ahead and look up Black Wall Street. Let's look up Black Wall Street. I want to show you something. Black Wall Street happened... The destruction of Black Wall Street happened on May the 31st, 1921. What you saw the other day, brothers and sisters, began to happen around the time of May 31st, 2020. These devils, brothers and sisters, are crafty and they know exactly what they are doing, brothers and sisters. And that's why those of us who are watchers and who are witnesses, brothers and sisters, must educate our people as to the time that they are living in and what must be done. These were not only black people or Israelites, brothers and sisters. These were outsiders that came into our community that was fueling what you saw happen some of which who were white supremacists and alt-right, stood side by side with their mask on. And they lit the fires and they picked up the bricks and gave it to us to destroy our own community. And so today, Grandmama can't even go to the corner store to get her groceries. Grandmama can't go to Walmart or go to the pharmacy to get her medicine because you have burnt down the stores in your own community. The white supremacists knew that. The alt-right knew that, brothers and sisters. Yet they handed you the brick. And they handed you the lighter and the lighter fluid for you to burn down your own community. Now, the only thing you have left is to go into their community and continue to make them rich and continue to send their sons and their daughters and pay their college tuition, brothers and sisters, while you have destroyed the tax revenue in your own community and now watch your property taxes begin to rise. Because the businesses that was generating taxes, you destroyed. Where's your grandmama going to go to get her groceries? She ain't got no car. She can't afford to take no Uber or no Lyft. 
Where's she going to go to get her groceries? Where's she going to go to get her medicine? Did you think about that? No, brothers and sisters, because Satan appealed to your emotional state. And you were overcome with emotion and evil, brothers and sisters. Let's talk about Black Wall Street. Or the destruction of Black Wall Street. It has been called the single worst incident of racial violence in American history. The attack carried out on the ground and from private aircraft destroyed more than 35 square blocks of the district. At that time, the wealthiest black community in the United States known as Black Wall Street. We had our own black restaurants. We had our own black supermarkets. Dentist office, banks. And the Gentiles came in and destroyed everything. This destruction began on May 31st, and it ended on June the 1st, 1921. Do the dates sound familiar? May 31st to June the 1st, they had destroyed a whole community that we have built up, brothers and sisters. And what happened between May 31st and June June 31st, 2020? We destroyed our own community, even our own businesses, brothers and sisters. Well, let's talk about the craftiness of Satan, spiritual wickedness and subliminal messages. Let's go to the book of Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Y'all got to excuse me for being so emotional, brothers and sisters, but I can't lie and sit up here and tell you that this does not affect my spirit. Let's go to the book of Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Ephesians, the sixth chapter. We're talking about the curse and the hate that hate produced. Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Everywhere we look, it's telling us to kill. The video games are suggesting that we kill. The music on the radio that we're, that, that, that we're listening to is suggesting that we kill. The movies that we are watching and the social media platforms are suggesting that we kill. Even the cartoons that we are, our children are watching are suggesting that we kill. These subliminal Messages and, 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 and suggestions are being pumped into our brains from the time that we are coming aware of what even life is about or right and wrong. These are evil spirits, brothers and sisters. And there are evil spirits being released every day on all these platforms and mediums that we are watching and listening to. This is the real war. And we must protect ourselves against what the devil is using to invade our brains. Ephesians, the sixth chapter, verses 11 and 12. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of Satan or the devil. 
For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Look at your body. Start from your feet and make your way up to the highest place on your body. And that is your head. And what is inside of your head? It is your brain, brothers and sisters, or as the Bible calls, your heart. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So, brothers and sisters, this is the spiritual wickedness that we first must deal with that are in high places. We got to get better, brothers and sisters. What you see on the news coming from our people is the people that are made in America, brothers and sisters. But again, watch out for Satan. And we are not nowhere confused as to what spirit is driving our people right now. Let's go to the book of John, the 16th chapter. The book of John the 16th chapter, we're talking about the curse and the hate that hate produced. The curse and the hate that hate produced. Now that, that, now that we have been programmed from these mediums, all any great charismatic leader, politician, or false prophet has to do is to put the thought in your mind. kill, to steal, and to destroy. Remember, Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. What did we do the other day? We killed, we stole, and we destroyed. In Chicago, on the day of the looting and the riots, 17 people lost their lives. 17 of our brothers and sisters lost their lives on that day that we killed, that we stole, and that we destroyed. So although God made us in his image and in his likeness, what you see today is the image and the likeness of Satan, brothers and sisters. Because we've been doing what we've been seeing America doing. Yeah, we went into the stores and in Nike and we stole everything that we could get our hands on. Yeah, we went into all the clothing stores and all the supermarkets and we stole everything that we could get our hands on. Well, where did we learn that from? We learned that from America. You came over here and stole the land from the Native Americans. And then you went over to the land and stole a whole people. So, yes, we are thieves because we learned that from the greatest thief. Where did we learn to kill from? You've been killing us for 400 years, brothers and sisters. They've been killing us for 400 years. So, yes, you taught us how to kill. And there's not a nation on this earth that the Gentiles have not gone into and have destroyed even their own nations. Where did we learn to destroy from? Even our own communities. 
learned that from you. We have been made in America, brothers and sisters. But there's a reason why. There's a reason why the Lord even allowed us to be put into this situation. That's what we're going to get into. But let's go ahead and continue reading, brothers and sisters. They will have you think, some of us, that we're doing God a favor by exterminating some in our own race, or they will have other nationalities think that they are doing God a favor by getting rid of us. And this is why we have to be careful as to what we show the whole world of us. Yes, in 1995, I was in Washington, D.C. at the Million Man March. I was there. I went back in 2000 to the Million Man March. Yes, brothers and sisters. Because we needed to show the whole world a peaceful people that loved our women and loved our community. Did it change policy? No, but that, brothers and sisters, was the underlying purpose of the march. The main purpose of the march was to show the whole world that we were not menaces to societies and that we were not boys in the hood. Everything that these other nations think of you is what they see on TV, the roles that you play on TV. What role are we playing on TV today? Busting windows, jumping into school stores, burning up police cars. The scene is being set up right now, brothers and sisters, for this nation to come against you and I. And there would be no public outcry because, again, you are the menace to society. You are the boy in the hood. And everything that this nation portrays of you to this world. And so this is why the Israel of God, brothers and sisters, can come before you and show you that not only are we peaceful people, but we are law-abiding citizens. And we are keeping the statutes, laws, and the commandments of the Lord. We have to show the disparity of what America and Satan has created in our people. So that they won't be so free to come against us and to exterminate us while the whole world is watching. I'm letting you know, brothers and sisters, that all this is a setup. Let's go to John, the 16th chapter, verses 1 through 4. John 16, verses 1 through 4. These things have I spoken unto you that you should not be offended. They shall be put, they shall put you out of the churches. Yeah, the time cometh that whatsoever, whosoever killeth you will think that he is doing God a service. I'm going to read that again. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yeah, the time comes that whosoever kills you will think that they're doing God a service. These people, we need to get rid of them. God wouldn't want these people here. So then they come with their burning crosses, with their machine guns, 
Today, brothers and sisters, right at this moment I'm speaking, the Mexican community is killing every black person that comes into their community between 55th and 47th, between Western and Kedzie right now. You can't be black in Chicago right now and go into the Mexican community because they're saying that you're not going to come into our community and burn down our community. I want to show you what's going on in Chicago right now, and this is why my heart is hurting, brothers and sisters. And this is why I feel the way that I feel. This is some black sisters that just so happen to be rolling through the Hispanic community. I want to show you what just happened in Chicago. In the Mexican community right now, and I'm going to show you this. I want y'all to see this. Right here by my job. I'm on 51st. I'm between Kidsy and California. They just, they, they, Mexicans over here are killing all black people. They are shooting at black people between Kidsy and California. Look, this is my job. They just told us all to go home. They just killed somebody right in front of my job. The cop flipped over and flipped into the gate. They is killing, they is shooting anybody riding through here. They shooting you and they hitting your cars with, with bats and bricks. They just killed, they just killed two people over here. Look, look at this. This is why my heart is hurting, brothers and sisters. It's because they think they're doing God a favor by killing black people. Because of what they're witnessing on the television, brothers and sisters. Now, many of you all saw videos of other nationalities in our community spray painting, destroying things, infuriating our people to do the things that they were doing. But that ain't what the Mexicans see. That ain't what the Gentiles see. That ain't what other nations see. All they see is us, brothers and sisters. The news don't show them. We got to show them on our own live feeds. They're killing black people right now as we speak in Chicago in the Mexican community. They think that they're doing God a favor. I'm going to read that again. Aim, uh, um, um, John, the 16th chapter, verse 2. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yeah, the time comes that whosoever kills you would think that he's doing God a service. And these things will they do unto you, because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things have I told you, that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you of them, and these things I said not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. Brothers and sisters, my heart is hurting tonight. My spirit, brothers and sisters, have received some blows, but we bounce back because we know the word of God, and we know what it says, and we know that these things are supposed to happen because prophecy has to be fulfilled. Do we want justice for George Floyd, 
Samir Rice, Trayvon Martin, Michael Scott? Do we want justice? 16 shots. Do we want justice? Yes, brothers and sisters, of course we want justice. We want to one day finally see those nations that we have suffered in and under pay, pay the penalty for the crimes against our people. Why haven't we seen that justice? Or better yet, when will we see that justice? Let's go to Jeremiah, the 30th chapter. Jeremiah, the 30th chapter. When will we see the justice, brothers and sisters, from a cruel and wicked system? When will we see it? See, these are things that we must show our people so that they can understand, as we read earlier, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Do not exchange evil for evil. Jeremiah, the 30th chapter, let's start at verse 10. Jeremiah 30 and 10. Therefore fear thou not, O my servant Jacob, saith the Lord, neither be dismayed, O Israel, for look, I will save you from afar, and your seed from the land of your captivity. And Jacob shall return, and shall be in rest, and be quiet, and none shall make him afraid. For I am with you, saith the Lord, to save you, though I make a full end of all nations, whither I have scattered you. Wait a minute. I want you to pay attention to this because now we're about to make a turn and go somewhere. The Lord said, though I make a full end of all nations where I have scattered you, yet will I not make a full end of you. But I will correct you in measure and will not leave you altogether unpunished. Verse 13, there is none to plead your call that you may be bound up. Thou has no healing medicines. We need a bomb in Gilead, brothers and sisters. We need that bomb. Because ain't nobody got no medicine to cure our problem, our, our situation, and the things that we've been dealing with in this country. Men and women have come. And everybody that have come has failed. And we're going to explain to you why. It says, all thy lovers have forgotten you. They seek thee not, for I have wounded thee with the wound of an enemy, with the chastisement of a cruel one for the multitude of thine iniquity because you have sinned, your, because your sins were increased. See, y'all ain't getting it right now, brothers and sisters. The Lord is the one that says that he has wounded us with the wound of an enemy. I'm going to read that again. Jeremiah 30 and 14. All your lovers have forgotten you. They don't even look for you. For I have wounded you with the wound of an enemy, with the chastisement of a cruel one, for the multitude of your iniquity, because your sins were increased. Why criest thou for thine affliction? Why are you crying for what you're going through right now? Why are you crying, the Lord says? You sorrow, or your sorrow is incurable for the multitude of your sins or your iniquity because your sins were increased. I have done these things unto you, 
saith the Lord. I have done these things unto you, saith the Lord. Brothers and sisters, when we look at what we're going through and what we're experiencing, know that the Lord put us in this situation because of the sins that we committed. And actually, you could say that we put ourselves in this situation. Verse 16, therefore, all they that devour you shall be devoured. See, now here's the game plan. Here's where you ain't got to worry about revenge. Therefore, all they that devour you shall be devoured. And all thine adversaries, every one of them, shall go into captivity. Oh, so you mean the same ones that put us into captivity are going to themselves go into captivity? Let's read it again. Jeremiah 30 and 16. Therefore, all they that devour you shall be devoured, and all thine adversaries, every one of them, shall go into captivity, and they that spoil you shall be a spoil, and all they that prey upon you will I give for a prey. For I will restore um, health unto thee, and I will heal thee, of thy wounds, saith the Lord, because they called thee an outcast. And that's what they're calling you today, and I an outcast. Saying, this is Zion whom no man seeketh after. So we're going through a rough patch and a bad time. And we've been going through what we've been going through, brothers and sisters, since 70 AD. Since the Roman Jewish War of 70 AD, since they came and penetrated the walls of Jerusalem, which led those of us who did escape to be scattered amongst the African people, or Africa, or the land of Ham, which is its original name, and we sojourned in that place called Africa, or the land of Ham, until the early 1500s, until the African people sold us unto the Gentiles, which is how we got into the four corners of the earth, brothers and sisters. Which is how we got in Trinidad. Which is how we got in the Dominican Republic. Which is how we got in Jamaica. And some of us, yes, are still in the land. Some of us are in Ghana. The Ibu people, brothers and sisters. Some of us are in Ethiopia and still scattered throughout the land. But know that you, brothers and sisters, are the Israelites that the Bible wrote and spoke about. This is the prophecy that applies to us. No other nation of people fits the description that we are reading here but you and I, African American, Africa, the name given by the Romans, America, the name given under the Italian, Amerigo Vespucci, you are neither Roman nor Italian. There is no identity in nationhood under the name African American. We must call ourselves who and what we are, Israel, brothers and sisters, and Israelites, the chosen people of God. Let's go ahead and continue with our lesson, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Amos, the third chapter. What we have suffered in the nations that we have gone into captivity in is indeed a curse. 
We are under a curse. This is why every black leader has failed to raise our people out of the condition that we are in. Marcus Garvey came, which is where you got your red, black, and green from, brothers and sisters. The red for the blood, the green for the land, the black for the people. He said Africa for Africans at home and abroad, unsuccessful. Noble Drew Ali came, unsuccessful. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad came, unsuccessful. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Farrakhan, Jesse Jackson, they all have tried, yet they all have failed to lift us out of the condition that we are in, and here is why. Amos, the third chapter, verses 1 and 2, it says, Hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up, from the land of Egypt, saying, you only have I known of all the families of the earth. Now, this could seem, brothers and sisters, as if this is racist. When you say God ain't known no other people but us, no other nation but us, the other nations of people, even your own people, will look at you and say, you racist. God has a relationship with everybody. This ain't what I'm reading right here. It says, you only, speaking of Israel, have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. And this is why we're being punished. This is why we find ourselves in the condition and the situation that we are in. Back your Bibles up. We're going to stay in the book of Amos. Just go back one chapter to Amos, the second chapter, and we're going to read one verse. Amos, the second chapter, and we're going to read verse 4. And it says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives, and to all that have went into slavery, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Brothers and sisters, the Lord is trying to show us who we are. The Lord is trying to tell us something. Let's continue a little bit more, brothers and sisters, because, see, some of you all are not convinced with that information that the Lord has given us as to who we are and the reason why we are in the condition that we're in, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, a chapter that most of you all know about, about the blessings and the curses, which leads into what we're talking about today, the curse and the hate that hate produced. Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, let's start at verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if you shall hearken diligently into the voice of the Lord your God to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord God will set you on high above all nations. Where are we sitting right now? Are we sitting on high above all nations? On the contrary, we're sitting on the bottom, brothers and sisters. But why are we sitting on the bottom? The Lord said, if you listen, to observe and to do all his commandments. Are we keeping the Sabbath day? That's a commandment. You find most of our people going to church on the first day of the week, which is Sunday. 
We are breaking the commandment of the Sabbath day. Are we keeping the commandments of the dietary law? He said don't eat no swine. He said don't eat any fish that don't have fins and scales, but we get catfish regularly. Because America made us this way. So we follow after them. We are our own demise as a people, brothers and sisters. We go eat shrimp. We go eat lobster, breaking the commandment of the Lord, brothers and sisters. Then we go out there and we celebrate Christmas, a day that originated in the worship of the sun god. Didn't the Lord say, thou shalt have no other gods before me and his Ten Commandments? Then we go celebrate Easter. We do Easter and Christmas in the name of Jesus, and he told us not to participate in those things. But we rather celebrate those days, and instead of celebrating the feast days of the Lord, which he gave us in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter, the Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Day of Pentecost, which we just celebrated from Saturday sundown to Sunday sundown that just passed. We know nothing of these days because of our fathers, brothers and sisters. Our ancestors turned their backs against the Lord. We are the only nation that had a relationship with him, and we traded him in for other gods. Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, the Lord said, I'll, I'll put you on high above all nations if you listen to me and do all the commandments which I command you this day. Let's go down to verse 15. And 16, and read what the alternative was. But it shall come to pass that if you will not listen unto the voice of the Lord your God to observe and to do all his commandments, his statutes which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. This lesson is called the curse and the hate that produced hate. We are under a curse. Verse 16, curse shall you be in the city. And cursed shall you be in the field or the suburbs. No matter where you are, you are and we are a cursed people. Let's go down to verse 30, brothers and sisters. Let's go down to verse 30 and see if we can read about some more curses that have applied to our people. It says, you shall betroth a wife and another man shall lie with her. What happened during slavery? The slave master had his pickings amongst all the wives of the slaves. You shall build a house and you shall not dwell therein. How many properties did we build in this country, but we were homeless, hungry, naked, and out of doors. You shall plant a vineyard and shall not gather the grapes thereof. All the picking cotton that we did and all the agricultural things that we did, we didn't even benefit from them, brothers and sisters. Let's go down to verse 32 and see if we can find some more things that apply to our people and the fact that we are under a curse. Deuteronomy 28 and 32. Your sons and your daughters shall be given into another people, and your eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long, and there shall be no might in your hand. How many times did we have children? And they were given to another plantation. And, and we reached for them, and we tried to grab them, and there was no power in our hand and no might in our hand, brothers and sisters. There's more. 
Let's go down to verses 43 and 44 and see if we can find some more curses that we have been under. Deuteronomy 28, 43 and 44. The stranger that is within you shall get up above you very high, and you shall come down very low. How many strangers live or have businesses in the black community? Your Arabs, brothers and sisters, got the gas stations in your community. The Hispanics are cutting your grass and doing your your lawn care. The Indians are opening up the donut shops in your community and the subways in your community. You can go right now to the Chinese store and buy Chinese food if they ain't burned down. But let you go into Chinatown and try to open up a business. You can't go there. The stranger, as it says in verse 43, that is within thee shall get up above very high, and you shall come down very low. 44, he shall lend to you, and you shall not lend to him. He shall be the head, and you shall be the tail. Every loan that you get to buy your car or to buy your house got to come from another nation of people. Brothers and sisters, this applies to the children of Israel. And the only people that fit that description is the people who are called African American. Let's go to verses 43 and 44. I'm sorry, not 43 and 44. Let's go to verses 49 and 51. 49 through 51, and it reads, The Lord shall bring a nation against you from afar. Where did the Gentile come from before they landed on the shores of Africa? They came from afar. From the end of the earth, as swift as an eagle flyeth, what is the symbol of America? It is the eagle, brothers and sisters. Verse 49, the Lord shall bring a nation against you from afar, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flies, a nation whose tongue... You shall not understand. We wasn't speaking English when they arrived on the shore. A nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the young. They don't care what age you are. They don't care whether you're male or female. They don't care whether you are a Christian or a Muslim. What religion you practice. They don't care nothing about that, brothers and sisters. And he shall eat the fruit of thy cattle and the fruit of thy land until you be destroyed, which also shall not leave thee either corn, wine, or oil, or increase of thy kind, or flocks of thy sheep until you have, until he has destroyed you. How did he destroy you? By taking away your identity. And so today we got last names like Hawthorne like Jackson, like Jones. The names of our slave masters, brothers and sisters, we today walk around with his stamp on us, showing that he owned us, that we were his property. Made in America. The Lord gave us the name Israel. Because we were his property, but now we are the property 
of those whom we are in captivity under, brothers and sisters. But who did it to us? We did it to ourselves. So the Lord caused us to fall into this situation. Let's read 64 and 65. We are under a curse. Deuteronomy 28, 64, and 65. And the Lord shall scatter you among all people from the one end of the earth and to the other end. How did he do it? With the slave ships. And there you shall serve other gods. Neither you nor your fathers have known even wooden stone. We got crosses around our neck today. Images of other gods. The holidays of other gods. Worshipping on a day that is dedicated to the sun god, and that's why they call it Sunday. 65, and among these nations shall thou find no ease, neither shall thy soul or thy feet rest, but the Lord shall give thee there a trembling heart, a failing of eyes, and a sorrow of mind. We are afraid. We are fearful people. And by right, we should be, because anytime the police pull us over, it's a possibility that we might find a knee on our neck. Brothers and sisters, verse 68, and the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships. Egypt is just a metaphor for a house of bondage. And the Lord shall bring thee into a house of bondage bondage into Egypt again with ships by the way whereof I spoke unto thee thou shalt see it no more again and there you shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen slave men and bondwomen slave women and no man shall buy you why because no man put you in this situation or in this condition it was the Lord himself that put us in this condition we're almost there, brothers and sisters. Unfortunately, there will be more police-involved murders of our people. There will be more acts of violence. There will be more horrible things and unspeakable things and, um, and things unheard of that we will witness, brothers and sisters. Because this is that time. Let's go to the book of Hosea, the fourth chapter. Hosea, the fourth chapter. Verses 1 and 2, Hosea, the fourth chapter, verses 1 and 2, and I appreciate my brother Julius for um, <clears throat> giving me this to add to the lesson today. It says, hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel, for the Lord have a controversy with the inhabitants of the land, because there is no truth, nor mercy, nor knowledge of God in the land. No more knowledge, brothers and sisters of God. No more knowledge amongst our people as a whole. By swearing and lying and killing on God, on God. All you see in our community, on my mama. By swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break out. And blood, touch of blood. Therefore, shall the land mourn, and every one that dwelleth therein shall languish, with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of, the, of heaven, yea, the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away. Let's go down to verses 6 and 7. My people are destroyed by lack of knowledge. 
because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you, that you shall be no priest to me, seeing you have forgotten the law of your God. You notice how there are people in religion today that say, oh, we ain't under that law no more. That's the old, what are you reading from the Old Testament or the New Testament? You ain't got to do that no more. That's, this is what the Lord is talking about. It says, you shall be no priest to me, seeing that you have forgotten the law of God. I will also forget your children. As they were increased, so they sinned increased against me. Therefore, will I change their glory into shame. As much as we're on television, as much as we're on social media, as much as individuals amongst our people have accomplished, the Lord said, I'm going to turn your glory into shame. And what we saw the past few days have been shameful, brothers and sisters. It's been shameful. But the Lord is the one that did this to us. Because of our disobedience to him. These are just the beginnings of sorrow. Satan is preparing your mind for the man of sin. Even the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet. All these things that we are witnessing is a setup for the time and the trouble that you have never seen since there has been time and since there has been trouble. When this man of sin comes, he will deceive the whole world. Only with the exception of the very elect. And who's the very elect? His very elect is Israel, brothers and sisters. Those of us who are keeping the statutes and the laws and the commandment of God and reading his word. Let's go to Revelation, the 13th chapter, verses 16 through 18. Revelation, the 13th chapter, verses 16 through 18. And it reads, <clears throat> And he calls of all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand and in their foreheads. Brothers and sisters, watch what comes after this virus. Watch what's coming after this virus. I want you to mark today's date, June the 2nd, 2020. The Bible has already spoken it. It's going to be mandatory vaccinations. All these things are coming. And you're going to be made to take a mark as soon as that man of sin arrives, brothers and sisters. You're going to be made to take a mark. It said that no man might buy or sell, save, except he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the name or the number of his name. Here is the wisdom. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six score, six hundred, three score, and six. Six, six, six. That time is coming. He's setting it up right now. He's preparing it right now. Don't you know that after this, new laws are going to be placed on the books? Do you know how many laws have been passed since the coronavirus has happened and since 
the murder of George Floyd. They're sneaking laws behind your back that's going to be against you, brothers and sisters. They're passing new laws that's going to be against you. Know that these things have been predicted and prophesied. Let's go to the book of Daniel, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 3. Daniel, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 3. We're almost there. We only got like two more places after this, brothers and sisters. Daniel, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 3. I thank God so much because during this lesson, he has strengthened my spirit, brothers and sisters. I came on here tonight, my heart was broken, brothers and sisters. These things were weighing heavily on my spirit, brothers and sisters, because I love our people. And I want to do what I can to help save as many as I can to bring them to Jesus, brothers and sisters. Daniel, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 3. And at that time, shall Michael stand up, the great prince, which stand up for the children of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even that same time, even to that same time. And at that time, your people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. Many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn may many and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. So brothers and sisters, we have to get into this word. Line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. We got to turn back to God, keep his statutes, his laws, and his commandments, because this is the goal that we are reaching for. Everlasting life. Salvation, brothers and sisters. At the end of the day, the only thing that can protect us is the armor of God. We know that as long as we are in this flesh and blood body, we have to give this body back to the earth. It is just a matter of how it's going to happen. Some of us will be killed due to violence. Some of us by accidental death. Some of us by natural causes. However it happens, we have faith that the Lord will bring his reward with him when he comes. Isaiah 40 and 10. Isaiah 40, one verse. Isaiah 40 and 10. We're looking for that reward, brothers and sisters, when he comes. Isaiah 40 and 10. And if we're moving too quick, brothers and sisters, with these scriptures, all this is recorded. You can go back and listen to it and replay it and share it. Isaiah 40 and 10. Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. What is his reward that he's coming to give us? Either everlasting life or everlasting death, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Revelations, the 22nd chapter, one verse, verse 12. Revelations, the 22nd chapter, and verse 12. And it reads, And behold, I come quickly. 
and my reward is with me to give every man according to his work as his work shall be. So uh, you ain't going to be judged by your heart. Uh, the Lord know me. The Lord know my heart. He know how I feel. He know what I'm thinking. You're going to be held accountable. For every word that comes out of your mouth. And for everything that you have done. So why are you sitting still? And thinking all you got to do is read this Bible. You got to put in some works, brothers and sisters, because faith without works is dead. You got to get out there and reach this people. You got to get out there and try to help save as many souls as you can by bringing them to Jesus, brothers and sisters, and making them understand the prophecy, the word of God, the things that must shortly come to pass. So they won't be panicking and shaking and all out of their spirit when it comes to the things that they're seeing as we have been witnessing on the news. Last two places. What must we do to gain salvation? At the end of the day, all these lessons, everything that we do, reboot your faith, what's the real deal, Israel, youth, um, radio show, the Bible show, Truth Hour, Wake Up Show, Bomb of Gilead, Come Into My Room, Preach Ahead Ministries, House of Jacob, House of um, uh, Jesus. Everywhere we go, brothers and sisters, everything that we do, salvation has to be the end game. It has to be the end goal. What must we do to gain salvation? Go to Acts, the second chapter. Verses 36 through 39, Acts, the second chapter, verses 36 through 39, and it reads, Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made that same Jesus whom you have crucified, both Lord and and Christ. It was our people that crucified Jesus. He was the lamb. He was the Passover. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? And that's what you're asking. Brother Black Ice, what must we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus, not in the name of, I baptize you in the name of the Father, in the, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, or in the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost is not a God. You were baptized incorrectly. I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. You were baptized incorrectly. Here it says, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Were you baptized in the name of Jesus? Not the titles, but in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The protocol is right here. Why can't we just follow the protocol? Why can't we just follow what was left for us to follow? 
Last place, brothers and sisters. Once we are baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of our sins, there's one last thing that we must do. And I'll close out with this. Tonight's lesson has been called the curse and the hate that hate produced. How do we get from up under the curse as an individual? How do we not be mirror reflections of America, a mirror reflection of Satan, the devil himself? How do we come up from up under the curse? Last place. Second Chronicles, the seventh chapter, verses 13 and 14. Second Chronicles, the seventh chapter, verses 13 and 14. And, and it reads, if I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence, coronavirus, among my people, my people who are called by my name, this is why you must call yourself who you are, Israel. Because you are God's people who are called by his name. But as long as you think that you're African American, you won't think that this applies to you. He said, of my people, not nobody else, you and I. He said, of my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. This is what we must do. And it is our responsibility to do this. It's not any other people or any other nation's responsibility to do this. It is our responsibility and ours alone. This is what the Lord is looking for. He's not looking for, 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 for this from the Gentiles. He's not looking for this from the Hamites. He's looking for this from you and I. If my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. I want to thank you so much, brothers and sisters, tuning in and watching tonight's show. My brother messenger said, hurt people, hurt people. I want to thank you so much for tuning in and watching. Please share this lesson tonight. And please like the page right up there, The Truth Hour Bible Show. And please go on YouTube and like our YouTube channel, The Truth Hour TV. And for those who are on YouTube, go to Facebook and like our Facebook page, The Truth Hour Bible Show. If you want to be added to our text message invite reminder list, then text your name and the keywords Truth Hour. To 312-719-7310, 312-719-7310, again, if you would like to be added to our text message invite reminder list, that means that right before we come on the air, you will receive a text message letting you know that we are going live and what the subject matter or the topic of tonight's lesson will be. Again, the number which is in the feed. Is 312-719-7310. Please text your name and the keywords Truth Hour so that you can get those notifications right before we go live.
brothers and sisters, we're going to say peace and blessings for you. Truth, uh, um, Truth Hour TV on YouTube. Good night. And for those who are on Facebook, please pr- pray with us as we close out tonight's show. We're going to face the east. If there's any sisters on the line, and if you have a head covering, please put your head covering on. And if there's any brothers on the line that have a hat on, please remove your hat at this time because it is a commandment. Then any man praying or prophesying must remove his head covering. And if it's any woman praying or prophesying, then you are to have a head covering on, brothers and sisters. It's not me. It's the word of God. Let's stand up, face these, and pray. Father God, at this time we ask that you just cover us, Father God. Cover our families, Father God. Cover our loved ones, Father God. Cover our friends, Father God. And cover our people in this world, Father God. We know that these things that we see happening must be done according to prophecy, Father God. But we ask that you have mercy on us, Father God. We ask that you give us some type of grace, Father God, for our people know not what they do, Father God. We ask that you call peace to be delivered amongst this land. We ask that you have fear be removed from our people, Father God, because fear and faith cannot occupy the same space at the same time, Father God. We ask that you soften the hearts of your people. Give them a desire and a will to learn your word, Father God. Bring us under your statutes, laws, and commandments, Father God. Help us protect ourselves against the wiles of Satan and his temptation, Father God. Strengthen us, Father God. We are doing the best that we can to resist Satan and his fallen angels, Father God. We ask that you help us. We need you, Father God. We ask that you come into our lives right now, Father God. I pray that this lesson tonight, Father God, have healed some people that need healing, that have touched those that need to be touched with your Holy Spirit, Father God, that every ear that listened was edified, and that every eye that was watching was edified and that you were glorified. I ask these things through your Son, Jesus, Yeshua name. Amen. Thank you so much, brothers and sisters. I appreciate each and every one of you. I love you. Brothers and sisters, tune in this Saturday for another edition of Reboot Your Faith right here at 4 o'clock on the Sabbath day. Also tune in to the Israel of God for the Sabbath day lesson brought by our senior pastor, Brother Bowie. And um, tune in next Tuesday. And bring a friend with you, my homework assignment to each and every one of you who's watching right now. And my charge to you is that next Tuesday, bring one person, just one person with you to hear what thus saith the Lord. Thank you so much. God bless you. And good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.